1: Dustin Heiner on the call. Dustin, I really appreciate your time and uh, really have to uh, point everybody to your website, which is masterpassiveincome.com slash free course. That's right, everybody. Take advantage. Dustin, right off the bat, is going to give you his free course on how he does real estate investing. I can't uh, endorse this enough, so take advantage of this. I mean, the the entry level here, I can't frankly believe you're giving this away.
2: Thanks, Thanks, JD. I appreciate it. Yeah. And thank you so much for having me on the show. I I just love being able to share with people that it's absolutely possible to invest in real estate, even if you're starting from scratch. I mean, so I love love it. And so I'm really excited to be here with you.
1: And I absolutely love your shirt, Successfully Unemployed.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. That's something that as I was growing up, I was always entrepreneurial, but I was always taught, you know, we all go to school. We're taught to work hard in school, get good grades and get a job. And so I I learned that. And so I just did that and then eventually figured out, oh my goodness, I could actually make money and not work for somebody else. And I call it a J-O-B, a just over broke job. And so I became successfully unemployed when I was 37 years old by investing in real estate. It's just, uh, it's fantastic, but I appreciate you saying so.
1: You know, it's interesting you say just over broke because it's exactly it. We've been trained to just live paycheck to paycheck, haven't we?
2: We sure have. And I mean, literally we're taught that going to school ever since elementary school, kindergarten, elementary school, you take a test and then you get your grade. And that's basically almost like a paycheck that you get. And so we're just told do this, then you get this, do this and you get that. And it's like trading one for one. I personally hate making money for my time, like trading an hour and getting some money for it. I'd much rather make passive income. That's why I started Master Passive Income because I invest in rental properties. I literally work, I don't work 30 minutes a day or even a week. I work 30 minutes a month at most by looking at the property management statements because I have rental properties, making sure everything's okay, then I put it aside. So yeah, I love making passive income, working one time and getting paid over and over again.
1: Well, we I warned you that we were going to start here. Like we, I have to, let, let's go back as far as how you, became successfully unemployed where, how did you get started in this real estate investing business?
2: When I was younger, I was always an entrepreneur. Like I said earlier that I always wanted to start a business. I, my, my dad and, um, he was definitely entrepreneurial. So he had his business, my mom, and he split and my mom remarried. My stepdad was also entrepreneurial. And so with them just having as uh example of being an entrepreneur was really like kind of sparked something in me, but I kept creating small jobs. I had a, um, a graphic, and website design company, skateboard manufacturing business, a convenience store, a pizzeria. Like I, I just started a whole bunch of businesses and then I bought real estate. I bought one rental property. And I realized, oh my goodness, I bought one rental property and it made me money and in passive income every single month without even working. That was phenomenal. But I got to share with you a story that catapulted me into saying, now I'm actually going to do this for full time. So I, if you're watching this, I have my kids in the background. We have four kids. My wife and I have four kids. And when my fourth child, my daughter, my fourth um, child was born, I went on paternity leave. I was working for the county government over in California. And I was working, I don't know, it was 12, 15 years there, had plenty in seniority, everything seniority, everything was going really, really well, getting raises. My boss loved me. And I just, you know, knew I was just gonna keep working there. So I go on paternity leave. That's where the dad stays home for a week or so, hanging out with the mommy, making sure she's okay, taking care of her, bonding with the baby. And so I did that. And then I get back to work and on a Friday. The week that I come back from work on a Friday at 3.30 in the afternoon, I get a call from my boss's, boss's, boss's secretary, like the, the top dog of the entire department says, Dustin, would you please come to the boss's office? And I said, sure. And I hung up the phone, but then I paused. I thought, what in the world could they be calling me for? This is not normal. And I haven't done anything good or bad to you know warrant the call. I've only been back a week. I like, wonder what happened. And so I, I sat there for a second and I remembered about a month or two before I went on paternity leave. There was some rumors or some rumbling that the department was running out of money or the county was running out of money, but our department specifically might have layoffs. And I immediately shook that off. I was like, no, no way. I have so much seniority here. I do such a great job. I'm totally fine. So I get up and I start walking down the hall towards my boss's office. Now, this hall wasn't very long, but every single step that I took felt like the hall got longer longer. And longer. And it felt like my feet became lead bricks, like concrete blicks that I just could barely move because it started really to dawn on me that I might actually lose my job, even though I just had my fourth kid, because if there is some sort of rumor that is coming true, this would literally be it. It's 4.30, or sorry, 3.30 out of Friday. So I start walking down the hall. I get eventually to the corner, and I turn the corner to where my boss's office is. His door is closed, and the lady, the secretary, looks at me. She's nice, nice, super nice lady. She said, Dustin, would you please have a seat? And sheepishly, she's looking at me, grinning, because she knows exactly what is going on? I have no clue what's going on. And so I sit there while she's consoling me with her eyes because she doesn't want to say anything or she can't say anything. And I immediately start to think about everything I've done in my life working. I've been working so hard to build up a career here to have so much seniority that I would never get fired or let go or anything like that. And at the same time, I realized if I get laid off right now, does it? what does that make me? Does, uh, am I going to be a failure as a husband? Am I going to be a failure as a father? As a man providing for his family, everything that I built my life towards, is that going to be literally taken from me? My hands started getting all clammy. My forehead started getting all sweaty, just thinking about all these things about my family. Then the door to my boss's office opens and out walks a lady with a piece of paper in her hand and she is noticeably distraught and she's not necessarily crying, but you could tell her world is rocked. Like she is definitely devastated. And my boss brings me into his office. He gives me a layoff notice. The department's running out of money. It says, Dustin, we can't have you anymore. We need to lay you off. I am just rocked. And so I start walking back to my office and I get back and sit down at my desk realizing, oh no, I have two weeks of work left. What am I gonna do? And then I start realizing, two things. I realized two things. Number one, I need to get another job. I need to get something to be able to pay the bills, put a roof over our heads, make sure my kids have food to eat, all that sort of stuff. So praise the Lord, I got a job in another department. I started interviewing. I started calling other departments saying, hey, I'm a free agent. Can you you, uh, select me? I started working at the sheriff's department, uh, doing IT work there, which was really, really awesome. Great, great job. So that got number one taken care of. The second thing that I realized when I was sitting in my office just after getting laid off was that I can never let this happened to me again. I need to do everything I can to make sure that all of my uh, finances, all of my family is independent on me instead of being dependent on somebody else that could literally take that from me. From that point forward, I made the conscious decision to tell myself whenever anybody would ask me, Hey, Dustin, what do you do for a living? or Like, what do you do? Everybody gets that question. I would normally ask or answer, I work for the county, I do IT work. They're basically asking you what the value is that you put on yourself well my value is not my job my value comes from my god from my family from myself and so from that point forward i literally started telling every single person that i am an investor i am a real estate investor i had one property at the time one or so properties at the time and i realized this is the way that I'm going to be able to make sure this never happens again. So I'll quickly fast forward to me. I'll let you jump in, but I'll quickly fast forward to the end to where I started investing. People started in, uh, wanting to lend me money to invest with them. I started buying property after property. Pretty soon, I had 30 plus properties. and I was 37 years old. like, man, I can go ahead and quit. I'll round it out by saying this. I went to my new boss there. I started working at the county sheriff's office for a couple, for a few number of years. And then when I was time to quit, I went to my boss's office, said, boss, I'm done. He said, how are you quitting? Well, I have enough real estate. I don't need to work. And so as I walked to my car from the last day of work that I will ever, I'll never work for anybody else again. But if you remember that walk that I took to my boss's office when I got laid off, it, it was a short hallway, but it felt really long. Well, where I park in downtown from where my work was like about a mile long, but that walk was the best walk I have ever taken. I felt like I was floating on clouds because I realized I would never, ever need to work for somebody again. And at the same time, I would be able to provide for my family. And so for everybody listening to this, you need to realize that your boss is only paying you enough to keep you working without quitting, but not so much as taking money out of their pocket. So your value is so much more than anybody could ever pay you. As soon as you realize that, it's going your, your income is going to go through the roof because you are going to get paid for the value that you bring as opposed to the hour that you work. And so from that point forward, I became an investor and my life literally changed from then.
1: Wow. Uh, that was probably one of the best openings of a show I've had in a while. I really, <laughs> Thanks, I, you, you have so much to unpack here that I, I don't even know where to begin. Um, one of the things that I, I, that really stood out is getting paid for the value you bring. Um, that is a mindset shift that would shake most people's world. How did you get your mind right there?
2: That was really interesting because I realized, because I already had, I think, one property at the time. And I was member, I was heading other businesses. I was mood lighting, basically I had another business and working my job and having real estate and, 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 and. And then I realized all these other businesses I were creating were a lot of work and I'd have to work more and more and more to provide for my customers. If I bought one rental property, I did it one time that value, I put a lot of effort. It takes a lot of work. Not everybody does it. Like if you make the decision to do it yourself, you're all of a sudden realize, man, I can do this. But most people don't because they think it's hard. It's actually simple. It's not easy. It's just simple. So I bought that first property. I realized this could happen. And so if you remember, I'll quickly say that uh, whenever anybody would, from that point forward, after getting laid off, making the decision that I'm now an investor, anybody would ask me, so what do you do? I say, I'm an investor. It may so happen to be that 100% of my money comes from my part-time job, but it's my part-time job. I'm a full-time investor. And making that mindset shift to say, this actually works is number one, I did it. Number two, I've seen so many other people do it before me. I mean, literally, I, like, it's lots of people have done it. Like, oh, you everybody knows every lots of people have done it. And so I knew that there was a system that I could potentially either create or just, you know, walk way through. And so once I made that conscious choice, because it, it really was that catalyst of losing my job, like having that rug pulled out from me, or literally like the house taken from me and food taken from my family, not not saying that it was malicious or anything. It just happened that I wouldn't be able to work. That was the catalyst that said, I can actually do this where I can make money without relying on somebody else. And so that was, and remember, I worked for the government. Nobody gets laid off or fired from the government. I was one of them. So if it happened to me, it can happen to you. Making Especially that mindset in
1: California. Shift is
2: the biggest thing. <laughs> you're 100% you're 100%. I've since moved to Arizona. I live in Arizona now closer to my in-laws and everything. But you're 100% right. And what happens is as I started telling people that I was an investor, maybe even I only had one property or zero properties. Like I have students that tell people that they're investors and they get people to say, "Well, can I invest with you?" And that helps them to get financing to buy the first property because what's real and to get back to your original question, that that value sh- that mindset shift I can literally teach anybody to invest in real estate. I've taught hundreds and hundreds of students, but what I can't do is get them over that hurdle, that mindset shift that helps them to say, I can do that. That is something that I can do. Here's the, here's the plan. Here's the map. All I gotta do is follow the steps. And the ones that have made that conscious choice that have done that, they've become super, super successful investing in real estate.
1: Well, I, I think another mindset thing that you you taught right there too, is the concept of actually saying out loud to everybody, you know, that you are a real estate investor. You know, we talked more and more times about how important it is to have those daily affirmations. And frankly, that kind of sounds a little hokey. And, and, and when you think about it, and when some people will even go as far, I'm not going to wake up in the morning and do affirmations. What you're doing there is actually affirmations. It's just put it into practice. You say it more and more, and you introduce yourself as an investor. You start believing you are an investor, and it actually starts to manifest in your life.
2: You're absolutely right. And that's something that I always teach any student coming in, is that we need to have that mindset shift to where we now realize that that's what we are. That's our goal. And if you want to be a writer, if you want to be an artist or a musician, like if you make the decision to actually put yourself out there as that, eventually it's going to come. Like the more more times than not, when I am actually telling somebody that I'm an investor, usually somebody will reply, with, well, I have a property, you know, would you want to buy that? Or I, can I invest with you? Or can I, can you, do you, need a partner? Can you show me how to do it? Like literally all those questions come up and it's just because I tell people when I didn't tell anybody, nothing happened. Now that I do tell people, I have so many more aspects in the business growing because networking is one of the biggest keys in all of real estate, actually business and in life networking. It's who, you know, it's actually going to help you to grow your business. So you're hundred percent right.
1: So just to remind everybody, head over to masterpassiveincome.com slash free course. Take advantage of what Dustin is offering there. Uh, you also host a podcast. Where would they find that? What's the name of it?
2: Yeah. I have Master Passive Income. That's my podcast. I have a YouTube channel, articles on my website and everything like that, masterpassiveincome.com. Just look at Master Passive Income. I actually even have a second uh, podcast. It's with real estate. Like I said, I literally work 30 minutes a month. I don't do. I don't I have a lot of stuff on my plate. I don't work 40 hours a week or more like, like most everybody else does. So I started another podcast called Successfully Unemployed. That's where I get awesome people like you, J.D., and interview them on how you became successfully unemployed so that you can show other people how to do it. So I have 100 plus episodes now because most people think that there's only a few ways to not work for somebody else. Inherit money and or, you know, inherit a business or inherit something. That's usually what people think. But there are so many ways to do it. So I have successfully unemployed as well. So if you search for either one of those, you'll find me.
1: So when you started investing in real estate investing, you mentioned achieving that that first milestone of 30 properties. How quickly did you achieve that?
2: It took about, I want to say six years, six, maybe a little over six years. And then it took me another two years to actually quit my job because leaving that W-2 job, even though I know, we all know that's not secure. It's just a steady paycheck that it kind of comes in. But then even though I was making $75,000 a year from my job, my J-O-B, I realized I was losing money working there. And now I make so much more money, like hand over fist over uh, money, over what I was making there because I get paid for the value that I bring. If I buy one property one time, it makes me money continually until I sell it. In fact, I usually don't sell it. I can literally and do literally give it to my kids. It's generational wealth that I'm creating.
1: Are most of the properties that you're investing in now are single family homes or what does your portfolio look like?
2: So when I say single-family homes, it means four units and below because that's what the IRS and banks uh, classify them. So four units, three, two, and one. So it's all of those above. Um so yes what we love to do what I love to do as well as all my students is we we it's it's a low barrier to entry even though we know it's hard a lot of people think oh it's hard to invest in real estate which it is but if you have the simple steps you can actually do it getting into a 50 unit apartment complex so many more like you want to play monopoly like start small and then keep building up and trading up and trading up eventually you get apartment complexes or hotels that's where you get paid a lot more money cuz you get paid per day, as opposed to per month. So yeah, it was single family homes, four units and below.
1: So, and then you mentioned uh, only working 30 minutes. uh, Is that a week or a month at this point? A month. You had to have got, see, this is another mindset thing. You would have had to have handed off a lot of the daily activity to team members. Can you touch a little bit on that? How did that go?
2: You are hundred percent right. Um, So here's what I, I'll I'll basically give you the premise or uh, the business model of my business and what I teach everybody. We build the business first. You're going to hear me say that over and over and over again. If you remember, I said, I'm an entrepreneur. I've built many businesses. In fact, I still, I currently own many businesses. I'm a business owner. So what most people do when they tell you or teach you how to invest in real estate, they'll say, okay, you bought, you find a property doesn't matter where it's at. You find a property in the country, you run the numbers, you make sure you're making a little bit of passive, like a $100 a month in passive income. Then you find somebody to fix it up. Then you find somebody to rent it out. And then, then you find a property manager, then you get it leased. And then, then, then. In my opinion, that's backwards. What we do at Master Passive Income is we build the business first. And let me give you an example how that actually plays out. If you're going to start a convenience store, and we all know what a convenience store, like a gas station, you know, there's there's candy bars and sodas and stuff like that. You're not mm-hmm. gonna lease a, a building, open the doors, and put a box of candy bars inside that building. In fact, you'll go out of business very, very fast if you do that. No, what you're gonna do is you're gonna build the business first, you're gonna get the gondolas, those are the shelving units you put all the candy bars on, you're gonna get countertops, fountain machines, bank accounts, cash registers, employees, cold storage unit, you're gonna get everything in the business before you buy any inventory, then once your business is built, then you buy your inventory and put it into your business. Same exact thing with real estate. We build the business first so that people running it, the experts on the ground, because we invest all over the country. I live in Phoenix. I have properties in Ohio, Texas, and Arizona. I have students investing in Indiana, uh, let's say Tennessee, Kansas, Florida, anyways, all over, all over the place. They're investing everywhere. But what we do is we build the business first. And every single property that we buy is a piece of inventory so we built the business and all we need to do is buy another piece of inventory property to put into our business and have the business run itself because what people think is you buy one property or they're taught this you buy that property that property is a business then you buy another property that could be part of your business but that's another business in itself wholeheartedly wrong in my opinion that's how i only work 30 minutes a month is because i build the business i find the property managers the contractors realtors roofers plumbers inspectors, insurance agents, literally everything in the business who are experts on the ground. I don't just rely on Zillow or Redfin or some database. I rely on the experts that literally live in that city. I have cities and states that I've never been to and I buy properties there and I invest there because I build the business first. I know how to do it well so that I have the right people. They're the experts. If I want to know, hey, property manager, how much could I rent this property for? Because I need to know how much I can rent it for. Because what we do here at Master Passive Income is we make sure we make $250 a month per property in passive income. So what you do is you take all your expenses, your mortgage, your taxes, your insurance, everything, your property manager fees, all the way, add them all up. And then you have your income. That's on top of that. Give you an example. Let's say your expenses are $1,000, but you could rent it for $1,300 a month. That's $300 in profit. That difference right there is $300 in profit. That's what we shoot for. So what I would do is say, hey, property manager, you're the expert in that area. You might have a property around the block that you're literally renting. Like you might not be able to rent it for 1,500. So you know that. So you say, hey, I know this rents for 1,300 because they're the experts. So what we do, i round everything out by saying, we build the business first. We hire experts to do everything in our business. And from there, they make sure that we do the business right. Because property managers want to make money renting good properties. The last thing you want is, and this is what a lot of other people who teach you how to invest in real estate, they'll tell you to buy the property, if it makes good numbers, then find somebody to rent it out, fix it up, and then find somebody to manage it. The last thing you want is to find a property and buy it. I have nobody... That would want to manage a property because it's in a bad area and nobody wants to rent it. That's what you don't want. Then you have a bad property. The fact it's a liability. So, I'll, I'll leave. Let you go ahead and fill in. But that's that's it for me. Build the business first. Make two hundred fifty dollars a month in passive income.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's great advice. I I actually um, we I've been pushing this concept uh, quite a while here now. Is the that we have to stop treating real estate investing as a hobby. We got to treat it as a business and treat it as such.
2: Absolutely. It's my business. This is how I provide for my family. I literally quit my job because I have enough passive income. Remember, it's $250 a month from each and every single property. That's the minimum. I have properties that are making six, seven, eight hundred dollars $800 a month in passive income. And I have over 30 properties and all of them just making money so we can live our life. And what I do, I'll give you another little tip is you want to run the business as a business. I'll give you an example. If you own a house and you're living in it and you don't pay your mortgage, is the the business, the bank, going to say, oh, you had a rough time. We'll let you not pay the mortgage this month. We'll we'll be nice to you this time. No, they won't. They're going to start the foreclosure process right away. Like they're going to do everything because it's a business. What we do as investors is we run it like a business. We have the rents due on the first. It's late after the third. They get a uh, late fee once that's done. Then we put a three-day notice on the door. And as soon as that three-day notice is up, we start the eviction process. And we treat everybody the exact same. We don't give any favoritism. We don't do anything. We treat everybody the exact same. And so in doing that, we're running a business instead of having a hobby. When I first started, JD, I was literally doing it at... it was as if it was a hobby because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't run it as a business. Eventually, I after like a couple of years of people taking advantage of me, I realized, oh my goodness, like no matter what I do, unless I run it like a business, I'm going to lose money because I'm just letting people take advantage of me. So run your business like a business. And I, I will say, round it up by saying, if you're making $250 a month from one property, if you had 10 properties, that's $2,500 a month. That's $30,000 a year without working. If you had 20 properties and it's making you $250 a month. That is $5,000 a month in passive income and $60,000 a year. Most likely every single person listening to this can actually have their life dramatically changed if they bought one property, then another, got to 20, 30, 40, 50 properties.
1: Yeah, no, th- this is this is exceptional. I mean, uh, I mean, I, you know, I've heard a lot of other uh people who do some of this type of training talk about generating your freedom number. Um, some of the exercises I used to do was I, I, would, I made a list of all my bills. And every time I, I got another rental property, I would check off one of those bills because I knew that was going to be covered that month.
2: That Makes a lot of sense. So what my wife did, my, my wife's the budgeter, she's definitely the numbers person. I'm not. I everybody listening to this is your your show right here and watching this is most likely smarter than me. I'm not that smart. Numbers literally go in my brain and they kind of flutter away. It's 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 sad, it like they disappear. But I've been able to figure this out because it's so simple. If you add up your expenses, mortgage, taxes, insurance, all that sort of stuff, and then have your income. So you add up and subtract. So add up your expenses, subtract it from your rent. That's your passive income. And what's interesting is as you do that, you realize, oh my goodness. Well, I'll tell you this. Let me round this out by saying, I don't pay my taxes. I don't pay my insurance. I don't pay my mortgage. I don't pay my property manager. I don't even pay to fix a toilet. My tenants pay for every bit of that. And they pay to run the business because I account for those expenses before I buy the property, and if anybody's ever heard of the book called Profit First, this one, I did this Profit First back in 2006 when mm-hmm. I first started investing. I make sure that I have my profit first before I buy the property. I don't buy it unless I get that profit. If I get that profit, then it goes towards my bottom line of being able to fr- provide for my family. And now I, the properties I bought in 2006, I made money if it was an up, down, or sideways market. It doesn't matter if the value went up, value went down. It was passive income. Now my properties are renting for double what I bought in 2006, and my income just skyrocketing because of that. So as you realize that you can actually continually, like you think about that, that uh, freedom number, my wife is the budget person. So she said, we need $4,000, $4,200, Four thousand, forty-two hundred dollars, whatever it was, forty-two hundred dollars a month just to take care of our expenses. I like your idea of like checking off this bill. That's a great idea. But she's, you know, because she, I'm, she knows I'm not a numbers person. She, she's, I said, babe, just give me the number that I need to get to. Like, give me a goal, give me a target. Mm-hmm. Forty-two hundred dollars. I worked my tail off. I saved every single penny. We didn't go on vacation. Uh, maybe once a year, we maybe went to camping for a mountains, but that didn't cost money. We didn't go to dinner. We, I saved every single penny to buy the next property because I realized every penny that did not go to a rental property was that much longer before I could actually quit. And praise the Lord, after six about six years, I had enough money to literally quit my job. I actually had way more than that. I thought I had like $9,500 a month in passive income from my properties. And I still worked a couple more years, built more business or you know, bought more properties, kept doing it. But that's how we did it. We had that big number, the budget number, got to it and then exceeded it. And then I quit my job.
1: So, well- uh, there's, there's a lot that we could still cover here. Uh, you know, in fact, I hope that you'll consider coming back for a round two, because I think, um, and I already have a show idea for that, where we could spend a half an hour, just getting people uh, unstuck from that analysis paralysis, like lay out a few steps on, okay, you've, you've learned everything you need, now these are the steps you need to take. Let's, let's, let's get started. Um, JD, I I'm, hope, down. I, want, I, I'm down anytime you want. I'm down. Let's I, do it. I'd love, love to do that with you. Um, I'm going to send everybody to your free course again, head over to master passive income.com slash free course. Uh, take advantage of Dustin's offer there. Um, and uh, before I let you go, Dustin, and I feel like we're kind of closing this abruptly, but is there a question you wished I would have asked you here today?
2: You covered a lot of ground. The The biggest thing that I want to, it, because if somebody doesn't ask me this question, but it's like, what are some uh, some things that you need to do if you're going to start investing? Number one, education. We know you need to learn how to do it because there is a step-by-step process that if you follow, you're actually, you're actually going to do really well. But it really comes down to building the business, making sure, building business first, making sure you're making $250 a month in passive income and hiring experts on the ground to actually run your business for you. If you do those things, you're going to, I, I would almost guarantee that you're going to be successful because you're not going to buy a property that's not going to make you money. So that's the one thing that I want to make out. Of. Build a business, $250 a month in passive income and make sure you hire good experts.
1: Well, this was this was great. There was a lot of content and you, you managed to pack a lot in, in 30 minutes. I really appreciate it. There's got to be a lot of value there. And uh, again, head over to uh, the masterpassiveincome.com slash free course and uh, learn a little bit more about what Dustin's talking about. Start your business.
0: This has been the REI Mastermind Network.